0: Welcome to another episode of Boom or Bust, the draft show. Another podcast-only episode, our second one so far. I'm Max Chavik, alongside PJ Clark, Tate Sigworth, and Nick Miriam. Of course, we're going to answer all of your mailbag questions that you gave to us. A lot of great questions here. I'm very excited about that. Good question week. Two from two on good questions. You guys are hot. Two two straight weeks, really great questions. I love it. Uh, And of course, we're going to cover what's huge for the 2021 NFL draft, and that is the Senior Bowl, which literally wrapped up, like, a couple hours ago. So we're going to break down the entire week of practices and, of course, the game as well, and who rose, who fell, uh, and other stuff about the Senior Bowl, so, so stay tuned for that. But, of course, uh, we also have a, a story from the Senior Bowl that I'm not going to get into it too much here. It, 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 this is what we call in the broadcast industry a tease, so please stick around because you're not going to mm-hmm. want to miss this story because it is uh, – well, it is. great tease, it is Max. unreal. Thanks, Max. It is unreal. Uh, let me just say, we, we got a player interview. And it first is one a, ever. First player interview ever, and it is a ridiculous story as to what happened.
1: Well, I'm looking forward to this story.
0: So, yeah, that's at the end of <laughs> nice the podcast, though. So stick around until the end. So, of course, if you want to ask us a question in the mailbag, please, please, please. Send us a question um, through replying on our podcast anywhere you're listening on the podcast.
2: Yeah, give us can, five stars and leave a question. Yeah, That'd
0: five stars would be nice, be nice That'd too. Be great. Yeah, or you can comment on our YouTube, um, Boomer Bust the Draft Show, on our Twitter, Instagram, or TikTok, at Boomer Draft. Or if you want, you can uh, email us at BoomerBustDraft at gmail.com. So let's start off with the Reese's Senior Bowl we were virtually covering it. Thanks to them for, for having us. It was a really fun time. Hopefully next year we'll get down to Mobile, Alabama, when Nick is actually legally able to go down because he's not <laughs> 21 yet. Thank you,
3: child.
0: <laughs> Thank you, child.
2: You're
0: but uh, let's talk yeah. about Super Bowl. So Tom Barnett asked for this on Twitter. We're going to do it anyway. And also we're at Marissa27 on Instagram. Players whose stock rose this week. Now, Tate, I'm going to start with you because you've been putting out Really good articles on our website. Check it out um, in our on our website, uh, wordpress.com, I believe. You've been putting out uh, articles every single week saying the like, big risers and fallers on offense and defense. Who are your big risers this week?
1: Uh, well, not every single week. Every single day this week, I put out uh, a daily recap video. Um, My- but, hey, thanks for the plug, Max. Um, hey,
2: our, our brains are fried. It's been a long week. <sighs> it has
1: now. been a long this week. week. Staring at a uh, tape on our phones because it doesn't go on Windows the laptop gang. this post is sponsored so by stupid Windows gang. Thank you. um anyways anyways, back on topic um so on offense, some guys I was looking at I'm just gonna I have like a long list of guys who have increased their stock in some so capacity. So Kate's
2: gonna take everybody who the rest of yeah. us are gonna talk. about. yeah,
1: hundred um, percent, hundred percent. Demetric Felton, who I'm sure one of you is gonna mention, UCLA running back, wide receiver, was probably the best route runner we saw this week. Everyone was all over Dwayne Eskridge, uh, who's apparently has like four three three laser forty. Um, he is like uh, in the retirement home already, so there's some questions on that. Um, Dylan Dylan Raduns Raduns Redunds. Rated see? Raidens. Learn new things every day. Um, North Dakota State offensive tackle, he was phenomenal all week in all the one-on-one drills and in team sessions. Say, um, say his name. Do Michael it. Carter was really good today uh, right. in the game. Um, Creed Humphrey was outstanding all week in the one-on-ones in the games today, yada yada. Uh, Tylan Wallace also helped his Woo! stock um, a little bit. Yep, Max's guy. Another tease, tease, tease. Um, wow. <laughs> You want to go to defense? Now. I mean, I can keep going. Um, but it doesn't know really anything about the story. It's just a tease. Um, Thomas Graham Jr., Oregon. I mean, I'm. You guys can take it. I'm, gonna go- I'm gonna right, going to keep going. I'm going to keep. All right. So and the, the, and the guy that
2: me. Tate should have mentioned, and I thought he was going after mentioning Dylan Radins, is another small school offensive lineman. Quinn Miners was like the star of the week. Yeah. The white Wisconsin Whitewater center Unit. Who broke broke his hand. Absolute unit. unit in a crop top all week. This guy's going from, like, 6th, oh, 7th, cute D3 story to, like, this guy's going before day three at this rate. If he makes it out of day two after this week, he hasn't played football in a the year. They showed him on the game today carrying logs at his, yeah. his dad's, like, fish farm in Wisconsin. Coolest oh, yeah. thing I've ever seen. Guy's just a dog. The lumberjack. Guy's yeah.
4: 24 pancakes for breakfast.
1: <sighs> and,
2: and he threw a bunch of pancakes this week. He
4: was phenomenal. Yeah.
1: Twenty four coincidentally 24 is
4: is twenty four coincidentally the age of Dwayne Eskridge.
1: <laughs> True. We'll we're, get into that more later. Just fire it up. Um, are we
0: just are you doing, doing offense now? Yeah, Quinn, we'll do it for everyone. Oh, okay. defense. Offense.
1: Center. He okay. Plays he plays everywhere. Stop interrupting me. Let me talk. <laughs> uh, I'm trying try to actually give some analysis for the Guys are talking about how he has pancakes for breakfast.
4: And
1: in the game. <laughs> <ridiculous>. Shut up. <laughs> he didn't play in the game because he broke his hand. God. <laughs> He's all over the offensive line. He's got a great anchor. There's a lot of things to love about him. I mean, it's just ridiculous. These people, look like, at these other three goons are talking about how he has pancakes for breakfast.
0: And
1: in the game. <laughs> he didn't play in the game, Nick.
0: He broke okay. his hand. Okay. <laughs> Circling back. Oh, now, I didn't even
4: notice that he wasn't in the I'll,
2: game. <laughs> I'll give, I'll give, my, I'll give my, my defensive one, too. Uh, my biggest defensive riser is Dalen Hayes, the Notre Dame edge. Uh, that guy was the best edge I- in Mobile this week, uh, which is not something I expected. Not somebody I was terribly high on. I know Nick liked him a lot, but uh, he will be moving up con- a considerable amount for me. Considerable, uh-huh. A considerable amount for me on the next board update.
4: I didn't give my offensive player, so can I do that?
2: Yeah, do both of them. Okay.
4: So, Dalen Hayes was my defensive player, but, you know, PJ had to steal my thunder. Uh, I had him as a round two guy, like, months ago, so I'm cool. Um, I actually thought Divine Diablo did all right in today's game. He also had some okay reps. Um, I wouldn't say he was great in coverage, but there were times where he showed his ability um, in terms of just being a physical presence. Ifatu Melifonu. Um, mm-hmm. Baby friend of the pod Orange. potentially be our friend please um find Orange.
3: Some
4: had some good good reps um keith taylor had an amazing game oh keith my Taylor's god great. uh he was dominant but offensively uh tate said dimetric felton he's a stud uh if he got taken early round two, i wouldn't be shocked like he's mm-hmm. freaking firecracker like you know, you got D- Daniel Jeremiah walking 2-2 Atwell in the first round. This guy's just a complete better version of him, so all right. Um, and then who else do we got? Frank Darby. Frank Darby really is, like, just solid. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't know that he's going to go day two necessarily, but, you know, if he's a round four pick, like, he's a very solid fourth round yep. pick. Yeah. Who could contribute, like, day one?
0: So... For me, I mean, Quinn Miners, you guys hit on him already. He kind of had that Ben Barch week that we saw last year where Ben Barch came out of nowhere out of St. John's, uh, I believe a D2 school, and he was awesome in senior bowl practices and in the game. Quinn Miners kind of had that same kind of rise. We'll see um, where he gets taken in this draft. I think he really, really improved his stock. Especially, he didn't play at all this year because D3 didn't play at all. So this is a guy who just worked out all year, got an invite to the senior bowl, and he really played awesome. Like every rep. He just he worked so hard. And you could just see that. I and mean, when you found out the injuries he had too during the Senior Bowl week and the fact that he refused to come off the field, very impressive to me. Um so Quentin Miners is, is a big one. I hate to say it today, especially, because I don't know if he was great in the practices. He wasn't I don't think he was that great, but Kellen Mond was, it, was dealing no. today. He MVP. was dealing.
3: MVP.
0: He was MVP, man. MVP. Also, I know Ben Solak hates this. We we tweeted at him. Last two MVPs of the Senior Bowl, sixth overall pick, Daniel Jones and Justin Herbert. So, at the Eagles, completely like 52% percent of Bond his passes. six, baby. Um, can but I like, add my that,
1: defensive guys? I, I didn't talk about my defensive guys.
0: You said Thomas, Thomas Graham.
1: Well, yeah, he played well. Keith Taylor played well. Aaron Robinson, UCF corner, really physical. Uh, scouts are talking about him all week. Uh, Quincy Roche also had a very good week. Uh, Jonathan Cooper, I'm a homer, but he actually did have a very good week off the edge. And then Ellerson Smith, one of the smaller school guys uh, who helped his draft stock a lot. Jonathan Cooper
2: the Ohio State guy I saw coming. I thought Barron looked great this week. Barron Browning. I thought I, he really impressed me a lot. Yeah.
4: yeah. PJ didn't mention either of his guys. Richie Grant no. had a great week.
0: Richie Grant. A really
2: Richie Grant. Amari uh, Rogers is
0: a stud. All right. Amari well, here's Rogers the thing.
2: Amari Rodgers did not rise anymore for me because I've been on Amari Rodgers' gang for two years yeah. now. Like, there was nothing yeah. There to not
1: change. And, yeah. and
0: Kadarius, when he practiced, he was as good Kedarius as... Kadarius
2: well. was the best player on the field.
0: Like, he, he, he was on the, un- the And yet, yeah, uh, nice- Fatou Malafonwu was, I thought, maybe the best DB, maybe besides Richard Grant that we saw. Uh, definitely the best corner that we saw this week because I-, I thought he was locked down. He could be rising a lot after the senior bowl weeks. So let's go over to the Browns at twenty six. Browns at twenty six. The, the fallers <laughs> that we saw this week. PJ, who were the guys that fell offensively and defensively due to maybe injuries or just playing poorly this week at Senior Bowl?
2: Um I don't know if they're my offensive ones are so much fallers. Um, but another guy whose stock rose for me and I think it's because the other two I was comparing him against fell Um, Ian book looks like the best of the mediocre good college bad pro quarterbacks because Sam Ellinger and Felipe Franks looked quite frankly awful all week Felipe looked decent in the game today but Sam Ellinger couldn't feel the snap he didn't know how to take snaps from under center which it's a big problem it's a big issue you do need to know how to do that uh defensively one of, my, one of my guys' scare quotes, uh, Patrick Jones, pit edge, um, not a great showing. Uh, it wasn't objectively terrible, had flashes, but Raidens killed him once. That was absolutely brutal. That got all over Twitter. And Quinn Miners absolutely obliterated him one time. That got played on the broadcast like four times today. So I don't think this is the week Patrick Jones had in mind. Uh,
4: Alabama all line. Bad week for Alabama O-line. Mm, uh, yes. uh, Carlos Basham was dominating them in one-on-ones. Also, another guy had a great week. We didn't mention Carlos Basham. Uh, Alex Otherwood just can't uh, – doesn't get out of his stance very well. Uh, he looks good with his hands. He looks like he has technique down. He just gets beat around the edge a lot by guys like Quincy Roche, and he just has trouble. Another guy had a good week. A lot of guys had good weeks. Uh, Deontay Brown um, is, this is disc- he He uh, – PJ runs a faster 40
1: than Deontay Brown. Uh <laughs> Yo, Max runs on faster. I uh, think
4: Max versus
2: Deontay would be a matchup.
0: Six two? I you think, think
2: runs I under think six would, two? I think that would be a matchup.
0: <laughs>
4: uh, <laughs> uh he was bad. Um and I don't have enough much tra- stuff to say they, about that. They
2: tried to get him outside today on a yeah, screen. So I think it was so... Elijah Mitchell and oh he like God. literally had no chance. The center was like running no into chance. him. Yeah, like... he had no chance. <laughs>
1: there's no reason for him to be 360 pounds there's just not no
2: there's no reason
1: for them um all right my offense stock down deontay brown was on the list leatherwood was on the list um david moore grambling uh his stock was already pretty it wasn't that high to begin with but i don't think he did anything to help it and i think he hurt it if anything uh spencer brown northern iowa i thought he spencer was kind
0: of not a good he was guy. so hyped coming in too yeah uh, it was
1: it was him um and dylan were getting a lot of hype as like the you know fcs guys linemans to watch and i thought spencer really disappointed um ben skronik you know i he goes from like a seventh round pick to undrafted but again hey by definition he has fallen um aaron banks Notre name guard i i don't think he was good at all this week uh and then Sage charat i just think he only practiced for one day but before he got hurt and i think in that one you just saw no separation he's just a contested catch guy yeah. which really okay. how much value i have
2: i have i have a great consistently with this. because if you watch the Torres tape only. there's no separation and only contested he did what he does it's not like anything changed
1: okay i mean
2: there is a there's sure. a concern that he's like next to take a white side though which is fair. under which is understandable. Yeah, but it's not like I don't nothing it. that he showed on Tuesday was anything different than we saw last year when he had
0: 1,100. Yeah.
1: Okay, right. but I think McShea had him at like 58 or something, and I do not think he stays yeah, in that that's, range at all that's that's plan. Plan. Yeah,
0: no way. yeah. yeah. um bad defensive players. Yeah, the uh, oh, yeah. so I, I was going to say Patrick Jones is my big loser. Uh, he. I actually saw it. So Mike Renner put out today that out of all the defensive linemen in attendance, he had the lowest win rate at 11%. Um, he was just getting pushed off so easily, and he would like try to do the Superman pass rush move and just like jumping, and they would just decleat him and, and put him in the short tournament. arms. I believe too the short arms. Yeah, really arms short. Edge, the, like... the measurements were bad, and, and he got on the field. He didn't look good. So uh, I personally, before the Senior Bowl week, I had Rashad Weaver, the other pit edge over him. I, that's even more firm now for me um he was a big loser for me this week i I didn't think he played that well and yet you guys hit on i'm deontay brown who everyone loves because of how massive he is but he was not only the speed that's that's a whole different uh concern but he was getting bull rushed in the one-on-ones a couple times and you're like dude you're 360 pounds like that's supposed to be what you're good at and he he was still getting beat so deontay brown who you know, a lot of people had his maybe this day three guard, and I just I don't see it. He's got to lose a lot of weight. Um, I just yeah, I, Talk I don't. About see it for guy. Him. Talk about your guy.
1: Who say his name? Shaka Tony. Oh, Shaka
0: Tony. Yeah, Shaka Tony's Shaka Tony's him up.
4: No bad. weight bad. gets bullied. Um, yeah, he was. But fun. I'll even that one out because Tough Borland got absolutely. Oh,
0: tough Tuff
1: Borland, Borland, Borland bad, he's
0: bad, by Khalil Herbert, man. Yeah,
4: that's that was bad.
1: Awful. Bad Tuff in coverage. Borland. Beat Tuff to the edge by Ben Basinger.
0: Smith destroyed him and. That national championship game, and you saw him get de-cleated by Kalu Herbert. Oh, so poorly. yeah, that, that was. I will t- admit that my
4: guy Patrick Jones, who PJ and I have been going at it with Chadwick about uh, him being better than Rashad Weaver, he was definitely not it was the not a player. <laughs> no, it was Weaver was game. better in almost every facet of football this week. Uh, yeah, it was, was take L on this one.
0: <laughs> he did. It. He did have a sack today, though. I will say in the game. So. He did. So, you know, right. we'll see. look, these are all good players. Like they had their moments, like but, they're college you know, all-stars. It's a college all-star. Yeah. Game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they,
2: they're there for a reason. So,
0: um, so let's go over. So th- there's notably, there are a few seniors that didn't go to the senior bowl. So if you guys had your dream scenario, so Nick, I'm going to start with you. What are some seniors that you were like, man, I wish we could have seen him down in mobile.
4: Um, he's not a senior, but I would have loved to see Rondale Moore.
1: <laughs> oh, this guy, this guy.
2: This dude. He can't get out of his own. He life. said dream
1: scenario, so I guess we can just bend the rules and make it up in our dream scenario. So. Too.
4: So. I actually would have liked to see Kyle Trask play. I don't like to compare him with Mac Jones. I know that's like a really easy answer, but like, yeah. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I didn't really make a list of these guys. I was kind of just gonna let take I mean, like team names and go off.
1: <laughs> I, I came Brevin's loaded with procedure. takes. I can't yeah. absolutely no. load with okay, names. Of so Tate.
2: I'll I'll steal one more from Tate's list. Um, my guy would be Walker Little, who hasn't yeah. played football um, in two years, and um, that was mean. Sorry, who said me.
1: that? Who said that? Uh, I don't you know who didn't said need
2: that. to do that. Uh, Walker Little, Stanford tackle from 20... <laughs> 17, 1999. Yeah, uh, hasn't Andrew hasn't Luck, played there, hasn't played in a really really long time, and I would have liked to see him. Just be on a football field, really, would have been good. So, yeah. that would have been mine.
1: Um, I, The easy one is all the guys who were hurt. So, Trask, uh, Devontae, Najee, Ben Cleveland, Landon Dickerson. Uh, Levy only played one day. I would love to see him have a full week. Uh, don't think he needed it for his own stock, but whatever. Uh, Elijah Molden too, is another guy who was invited but hurt, and he backed out. Um, Davis Mills, Stanford quarterback, right? Or did yeah. he transfer to yes. Stanford? Yeah. No Stanford, yes. Uh, he worked. He was there during the week, um, and he worked out one day before practices in front of the scouts and everything. Because the Stanford pro day is canceled, I would have loved to see him compete uh, also, all week. Also,
2: a guy who was there, not a senior, but a guy who was there just hanging out. Greg Rousseau was like bowling on the sidelines all yeah. week yeah. and told everybody that he was up to two sixty eight. It's like, can I see you move at two sixty eight, Greg? Please? Please,
0: just run a little bit for Canvas.
1: Uh, Max, what you got?
0: Uh, Paul, another Stanford guy, Paulson Adebo, who I really like. I think I'm early too great on him right now. He uh, opted out of the season. Didn't get to see him. His ball skills might be in the best of the draft. Obviously, he, he only stands to lose, but Caleb Farley also opted out. I would have loved to see him um, at the senior bowl, just see how he looks after opting out. Um. So, yeah, I mean, Jay, like, Jamie Jock, Newman, Jamie Newman. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, uh, like letting, let, <laughs> letting them let, letting them let Jamie Newman play in the actual game would have been fun. Yeah, but yeah, stuff you know, to watch. That would have been fun.
0: You know, Jalen Phillips also like a senior, which is crazy. Um, uh, because I remember him coming out of high school. Actually, it was our high school class for Tate and PJ and I. Um, uh, so yeah, just guys like that. I Ben Cleveland, I think Ben Cleveland could have had a big week this week if he mm-hmm. played. He's he's right now one of my favorite offensive guards in in this draft. And he could have moved up a lot, a lot of boards. If he played this week. So, yeah, I, it would have been interesting for that. Elijah Vera Tucker is another senior. So, that would have been cool to see uh, him What if he plays guard or tackle or, or whatever. So, those are just a few seniors that I, I definitely would have liked to see.
1: And I'll add on, again, another one. Darius Stills, West Virginia interior defensive yep. lineman. He tweeted during the week that he didn't get invited. But, I mean, That's I don't so know nice. why he wouldn't be. Um, yep. He's very good. And in this kind of wide-open interior defensive lineman class, he really could have benefited from that week in front of the scouts and with the game.
0: Yeah, I agree. So, Nick, you put in the rundown, what's next? What do you What do you mean by that? <laughs>
1: what is what,
4: next? What are, okay, what are we focusing on next? What What's the next big thing for these draft prospects? Like, what what's – is there anything? I, I mean – The NFL the, draft. Yeah, it
2: seems like there's going to be a slew – if we want to just do, like, two minutes here, I, I think it's an interesting conversation. There's going like to be a slew answers. of pro day times yeah. that just come out that are not – like, Jamal Adams, for example, Blitz Boy himself, ran like a 4 one at the Combine, and then at LSU Pro Day, all of a sudden, the official number was like a four three four. It's like, you're just lying.
4: That's not... That not Brown's going to run a 4-8.
2: You're just, you're just lying. So <laughs> I think this is, this is a PSA to our listeners. Please do not take the Pro Day numbers as gospel.
3: Mm-hmm. I would
2: add... If you want to be nice, I would add a tenth of a second on a hand time and not the laser. If you want to be accurate, I think we could even go to two tenths, if not three. Just when Dwayne Eskridge runs like a 4 two, one, just one <laughs> just know that, like, maybe it's not right.
4: Potentially.
0: Probably. Yeah.
1: That's but what yeah, on these but,
0: but the pro day it, it's the pro day now, right? Like it's like the, the combine's not happening as as we know it at least, but yeah, it's just going to be guys doing pro days and guys getting tested and hand timed and all that. So yeah, the numbers are going to be skewed incorrectly probably. So just be careful with them. But yeah, it, from now on until, until April 29th, man, it's just pro days, no combine, nothing like that. So that's it.
4: You're going to start hearing rumors. That's what's next. You're yeah. going to hear Urban Meyer it's, really likes Panay Sewell.
2: It is league season.
4: Would he take Panay Sewell number one? I don't know. Uh, and then free agency is going to happen, and that's going to take care of some needs for some right. teams, and that will adjust the way we look at the draft as well. So things are coming. Yeah. Speaking, speaking
2: hey. of that, that's
0: a wonderful transition. Transition, yeah, look at that. So, yeah, let's talk about that because there are a couple big, big quarterbacks that are on the market. One of them probably going to be traded this week, Matthew Stafford, Deshaun Watson. I want to just ask you guys, so what do you think, you know, the team fits are for, for each of these guys? And what do you think would need to be give up, given up for Stafford and for Deshaun Watson? Nick, let's start with you because your team might actually uh, have one of these guys by the end of the week. We're getting both of them, actually. Um <laughs> <laughs>
4: okay well i you know i would be i don't want to say i would be shocked there's like a 50 50 chance one of these guys is on washington i think by the end of the month i have a good feeling one of these i think washington
0: will take a while to get traded
4: yeah okay you're right about that actually there's some news that came in recently about how uh, they
0: think he's gonna
4: play for them which okay um we all believe things yeah that's gonna be why josh Rosen's our guy can I say really quick, that's going to be wild when they want to trade him and everybody is going to have their starting quarterback set up in August because no one's going to just trade three first-round picks for a quarterback in, in mid-August when they've already set up their offense. Mm-hmm. And they're just not going to be able to find a trade partner. And then it's just going to start over, you know? So, it, I don't know. The Texans are just a, they're a mess. Like, good luck. Um, in terms of Stafford, the asking price seems to be at least a first-round pick um that some people are throwing around hey they might need one or two more day two picks could be two firsts which i think is a little bit ridiculous yeah. um I, there's some rumor that he is what the lions initially thought his value was going to be is actually not people aren't meeting that I, I have a feeling a bunch of teams went to them like we'll give you a, a third for him and then they're like no and so now the, the price is probably down i'm assuming about a first and a third is what's going to get yeah. up
2: as as we're recording this the Washington football team has leaked that they are open to adding on to a first-round pick, presumably for Matt Stafford. So, just get ready. I, would, I don't know. My, I was just going to say, I think Matt Stafford should go to Washington. I think it makes the most sense for both sides. I think they are the most QB, needy, and ready team. San Francisco's got a lot of cap problems. San Francisco's roster is not as great as it once was, they've lost some guys. They're going to lose a lot of defensive pieces in free agency this year. I don't think San Francisco, although they have the highest pick of these teams, is a slam dunk to get Stafford and like, win the Super Bowl next year.
4: You know what's interesting? Yes. The Niners' third-round pick is ours because they, we, they sent it to us for Trent Williams.
2: Yes. Well, the Niners also have the Robert Sala third-round pick now. Yeah,
4: it's so not this year, though. It, it, is, next it year. is
2: at the end.
4: But,
2: yeah. We don't know where it's going to be, but they do have one. But that is that is the point I was just about to make. I agree that I think it probably takes a one and a three, and you have the luxury of, of having that extra pick to, to do it. I think it makes the most sense, because I think Washington's roster is better than Indianapolis's. So I don't know about that either. I, I, like, I, was like, that. I, I like Washington more than Indianapolis'. What's Chicago.
1: Uh,
2: Those nah, I, matters I to fix the they're Bears. Not going, they're not going <laughs> in the
0: division. No, I know. I get that. But like, like, he's not Christian D'Arosso.
2: <laughs> no, like no he's Washington, no Christian D'Arosso. He's not Christian D'Arosso. But if Washington has Stafford, Washington, wins like 10 games next year and wins that division easy. Whereas Indianapolis, you still have to go through. I mean, Houston's going to be a dumpster fire. I don't think Tennessee is getting Trevor
0: Lawrence. You
2: know, worse. What about, and what whatever
0: Trevor Lawrence is going to get. So... Let me ask you, because I saw Gruden, this, I thought it was maybe, a little crazy. No, what about the, uh, the Rams rumors for Stafford? Yeah, he, he wants said, to go West Coast, right? So, that yes. was the
4: thing was he wanted to hit either Niners or the Rams, and how are the Rams trading Jared Goff? Like, can I someone explain that to me? No idea. Like, he's very – like, Kirk Cousins is better than Jared Goff on a, on a cheaper contract, right? Like, why – I don't. I don't know who's trading for Jared Goff. Some guy did like a rundown of what he thinks all the dominoes are gonna fall for the QBs in the NFL, and he had Jared Goff going to Washington. And there was a complete DC Twitter like just
1: congrats, Nick. So <laughs>
4: upset. Like, why would you ever pay Jared Goff so you don't sign any free agents and also lose a draft pick? Like, I uh, he's not the Rams. Good luck moving him. I think the Wolford Goff thing is real. I think that's where they're going this off season. Wolford, Wolford King. Tate hey, Scott.
1: P.J. can attest, I have been on John Wolford since 2017. I want it on the record.
0: Thanks, Guy. I will give you that. Yeah. The the Stafford, I I agree, one in a three. Watson's going to take three three ones, maybe. Deshaun Um, Watson Watson is a New York Jet until
2: he's
4: not. That's the way my
2: head is taking this.
0: I have said what my offer is
4: multiple times to you guys. And D.C. fans will hate this, but I will give up three first-round picks. A second and third next year, so you still have your picks this year. A fourth the next year, and Daron Payne. I'll throw all that in there. Give me the. Show. I think it's
0: worth
3: it, man.
4: It's it like track.
0: oh, it is worth it. Every, for, like, is after worth Pat Mahomes, it. I would take Deshaun Watson to start a team. Anything is worth. it. Uh, without well, look at, without look the twenty twenty one draft. Look yeah. at the Bucks.
4: Like they're a fine defensive team. They have some good players. They add another one with Antoine Winfield Jr. Those are they're, probably their the best. Well coach. Probably they also got Tristan Wurst. They're okay. They're, well, good culture. I don't know if schematically they're great. Defensively, they might be. Todd Bowles is pretty good. Yeah,
2: but that's what I'm Todd Offense, I mean.
4: Bulls, so offense sure. is just sure. loaded with weapons. That's legit. Uh, they they have a, an average O-line. They get a great pick again with Tristan Wurst. They get lucky with their draft picks. And they just get Tom Brady. And they go from a 7-9, and you know, they could lose to anyone. Maybe they could beat anyone type teams. All of a sudden, hey, look, this team's in the Super Bowl. Like, People just underestimate this position at value. It's just so many teams in the NFL right now that are just solid everywhere at a quarterback and they become Super Bowl contenders. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Nick.
1: Are we slandering legally cited quarterback Jameis Winston? Yes, we are. He sucks. Oh, <laughs> oh. no. No. He's
4: fine.
1: led the league he, like, in yards, 30 touchdowns, 30 interceptions, and he Washington, couldn't see. Gra- it, like
2: it was the greatest stat line in the history of sports. It will <laughs> never be replicated. And it was the coolest thing to ever happen.
1: Legally sighted no. quarterback Look, James five five thousand
2: thirty and thirty.
4: <laughs> Quarterbacks have thrown like twenty three and thirty three. Yes, like but they're the not 70s. James. <laughs> they're not James.
1: They weren't blind. They weren't okay. legally no,
4: they weren't blind. So back back James to my point.
1: He doesn't know back, where it's going.
2: Back to the initial conversation. As you can tell, it's been a very long week for us of senior ball stuff. So we're just going off the rails. We're having fun at least though. So um, can, I hope you are. Deshaun, Deshaun Watson is either going to be a Jet, a Dolphin, or a Carolina Panther. Those are the only three spots to me that make sense. If you don't want to trade him, if you don't want to trade him within the conference, I think Carolina is pretty much the only spot that works. Unless San Francisco wants to give you like nine ones. What
4: about Stafford Watson
2: swap? I he's not going. He's not waving the no trade clause to go to
4: Detroit. You're right. <laughs> You're very right.
2: <laughs> I think those are the three that make sense. I do think the Jets have the best possible package. I think Miami should be the odds on
0: favor. Yeah, that's. My I opinion. agree with that. I don't I think Jacksonville
4: will do it, but they could if they wanted to.
0: Jacksonville would, should do it, uh, but they would won't. not do it. I wouldn't do it. Jacksonville, um,
4: Mike Renner put it out there. Jacksonville should draft Lawrence, trade back, get a bunch of picks, fill up that roster, figure out where the weaknesses is, and then attack immediately. They could win a Super Bowl in like three years if they're smart. Yeah.
0: But they're it not. Very, they it very well could. Um, but yeah, look, look, Stafford, I think within the week, WASS ethics can take a lot longer than that. Pro- I would say probably before the draft, though. I feel like the Houston's going to want to figure out what the hell they're doing at quarterback before the draft. Um, well, if, he, if he's Houston, not staying there. So.
2: If Houston so. misses out on one of these three quarterbacks, no matter whether you're picking eighth with Carolina or second or third, if you further screw yourself, and miss on one of these quarterbacks.
0: Your franchise, like, you are even yeah. further into the dumpster than we thought yeah.
3: you were. So, and what the so
0: it'll happen before April 29th. Um, I, I don't anticipate this going further than the draft. So let's go to the mailbag now. So we've got Greg Bradbury, friend of the pod, on Instagram. Is the senior bowl performance actually going to change anything? Tate, what do you Hell think? Yes.
1: Yeah, for a lot of guys. I mean, there's a ton of guys. I don't think the senior bowl was uh, – as top heavy as some previous years, but there was a whole lot of depth. And I think you're going to see a lot of guys get some talk about them going from, you know, a late day three guy round seven, round six up to like a late day two, early day three, you know, type draft pick. Um, Quinn Menerez being one of them. I don't know if I just said his last minor, minors. Miners. Hey, 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 Hey. Um, I knew I said it wrong. So, you know, i got to stick your hand up. Um, but yeah, there's a ton of guys that are going to go up from, you know, seventh round pick to like a fourth round pick just from this week. I'll take um, the, the interviews, I'll, take, I'll
2: take the under on Quinn Miner's round 4 if you want to make that bet.
1: As in you go he goes before that? Yeah. Yeah, I mean I think he realistically yeah. does. I was talking broadly like um there's a is what there's 130 guys there, so there's probably going to be a bunch of those kind of guys. Quinn probably will go, you know, round 3. Maybe I uh, hope he doesn't go round 2. I don't think he's that good, but um he could
2: Works for Morpet. Um, Yeah, no, I, I do think it's going to change things for the fringes, mm-hmm. as Tate just said, um, if you were good and looked really bad, which, quite frankly, nobody threw up a stinker. Like, if Kadarius yeah. threw up a stinker, it might have been a problem, but he didn't.
1: Ooh, he tough was about day too.
2: there. Like, oh, okay, he had one That's drop the whole year. Like, yep. it's hard to catch things when you're wide open. I'd argue I'd argue to be threw up open. a stinker a week. Mm, okay so he's he's probably the only top 64 guy yeah right that That, that that threw up a real stinker so like i don't think it affects those guys that much i do think like the deontay browns it's gonna move him down but i think we're we can't tell you we can tell you how good guys played this is the only chance teams got to interview guys in person we Mm -hmm. don't know what happened there that's where i think most of this impact is coming
0: from yeah
4: well, and we we've seen this said many times by scouts. You want to watch guys when they play NFL players. Well, they're playing it's, uh, like, in effect it's college, but like they're playing NFL players right now. Like this, this scouting report that c- comes from this game is going to be as important as any other tape that's out there. I think from previous college seasons, mm-hmm. as well as the fact that they're putting them in pro systems, which although maybe aren't as different as they used to be, are still quite different from college football. And it just matters to see how guys fit into it. And so along with this being the last time they probably see any of these guys play, it's going to affect draft boards. Um, And I think some people kind of look at this and they're like, oh, it's just, you know, an all-star game. just a couple of workouts. How much could it really affect? There are guys that are legitimately day two guys. who Guys
2: made millions and millions of dollars this week.
4: Yeah. Like, 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 we were like, oh, he's a pass-catching running back. It's kind of cool. I mean, maybe he goes, like, round five. I don't know. He's kind of interesting if you put him in the right offense. He's going to go there. If he goes, like, he probably will
0: go round two, like, legitimately. Yeah. Yeah, it's like you, Nick. You hit on it. I was, which I was going to say, is like they're being coached by you know Matt Rule and, and Brian Flores. Like this is like these are two NFL coaching staffs that are coaching these kids up. I mean, there are kids that played in the I formation probably for the first time since what, like Pee Wee? Yeah. Like literally, like know. they haven't. Like so that's what I'm saying. Like this, this is important. This is a really important week. Um, the combine obviously is important too, but like this is different. I mean, because like Nick said, like you're playing against all stars. Like, the worst senior bowl players were still the, some of the best players on their teams. So it's not like you have the scrubs out there that have no future in football. These are all NFL players, if not, like, free agents or something like that. But Nobody's
2: going to be an accountant next week.
0: Yeah. Everybody's going to the camp invite. Yes.
4: There's a reason there's only one D3 player there.
0: Yeah, exactly. So that's, that's why – like, this is important. And, and you, look, I mean, obviously we're not seeing Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields out there. But these are some seniors that – could, like, PJ and Tate and Nick hit? Like, these are fringe guys, man. There's some guys that can use a big week and also can fall if they don't have a good week either. It's not like like if Trevor Lawrence went out there and stunk it up, he would still be the first overall pick. These are some guys that are like you're like, ah oh, maybe first round, second round, third round. I don't really know. We'll see what he does. And then he, he, he cements his place in there. So I do think Senior Bowl is actually going to change a lot for, for a lot of the fringe guys. And I, Obviously,
2: again, I think this year more
0: than others because this is it. There's nothing else. And there's some guys who opted out that you're like, I don't know what the hell he looks like. And we got to see some guys who opted out um, and some impressed and some didn't. So yeah, this is definitely important to for NFL teams and the interviews so critical too, because that we don't know how interviews went, but NFL teams could completely erase a guy off their board or add a guy a lot higher than people have because of interviews. So yeah, senior bowl actually is going to change a lot. Uh, Tim Leonard, another King on Twitter. We love Tim Leonard. Who was the most impressive defensive back, and why was it Ifatu Malafonmu? Uh PJ, what do you think? I, I, if he played really well this week, like I don't, yeah. I don't know what else to tell you. The only
2: time, so he actually got cooked once on Tuesday by skated. Trey Rimes. skated like absolutely fell flat on his face. Um, but he is stuff. not like a press man corner. Like they just had him one on one on the outside. So the thing that everybody needs to remember, and I think. We did a pretty good job of it, but the the Twitter masses might not have. Is these one on one-on-ones are designed for the defensive linemen against the offensive linemen, the defense to win, and the wide receivers to win against the defensive backs. That's mm-hmm. what they are that that is what is supposed to happen in the tape you were watching this week. So yeah, Trey Grimes skated him that one time. But in the off coverage, in the zone coverage in the seven-on-sevens, and he played really well with the game today measured well, weighed in well, used the length, used, was aggressive in off-coverage, which is something we didn't see a ton of at Syracuse. Just a a, a really, really strong week.
1: I don't think uh, Ifatu was the best DB there. I might be uh, an unpopular take on this podcast. I think Aaron Robinson might have been the best, extremely physical. Neither do I. If, if I had, every had to time pick we saw my him,
2: DB, week, I, would, I would go Richie Grant. Yeah.
1: Okay. All right. Cool. Okay. Okay. So yeah, uh, Aaron Robinson, I Thomas Graham and Keith Taylor had a really good game today. Richie Grant played well. So it's not to say that Melifano didn't play well this week. He certainly did, and I think he did great things for his draft stock. Um, but I, I think this DB class that was there this week in Alabama is pretty wide open. I don't think there was a clear, you know, order um, to them. Like you know, a clear top five of you know who is the most talented. So it was really interesting to see this week how everyone played and how it kind of sorted itself out.
4: Second round defensive picks are going to be just wild this year. It's just going to be philosophical nonsense stew going on in in the NFL draft. (laughs) Um, So yeah, Ifatu um, for the brand was great. Um, Go orange. There's a reason these guys like Ifatu are so propped up by the NFL and we see, you see this on PFF, it's why PFF has Caleb Farley above Pat Sertan, is that there is, unlike any other position, a correlation between athletic measure, measurables, like 40-time, size, height, broad jump, high jump, at corner to success. And he is 6'3", 213, and his brother had one of the best combines we've ever seen. So literally just based on the fact that he's played in the ACC – Done some good things, if not you know, not great maybe, but like above average at times, and is just big and can sort of move. Is enough for people to think that he could be something in the NFL because they they just project to success
0: more often than not. Yeah, one well, thousand. I I think he, he is firmly in the day two now. Like there are some people who weren't convinced and if still out of day If he makes it three. out of
2: the second round,
0: stunned. Yeah, uh, my jaw. Yeah, will be he might on the be a third floor. round. He, he might be a third round for me, but like, uh, I'm, uh, i don't know 70. where I'm
2: gonna have him. But if some, if he makes it out of the top sixty-four, my jaw will be
0: on the floor. Yeah, <laughs> someone's gonna fall over that size, man. I, 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 there's less than fewer than ten corners like, that are 6'3". i putting taller. the over under at like
2: fifty-five.
0: He seems like a Pete Carroll guy. So now he seems like a Dan Quinn guy with that intense pick guy. in the second mm-hmm. round.
3: Mm-hmm. Right.
0: I was going to say that too, but PJ and guys, do you think he's firmly the best Syracuse DB in this draft now? I think he has to be. I think
1: I you're think
4: hard so.
0: pressed not to. Over Cisco. Yeah, I think so
1: too. Uh, I, I don't did. know. I think it's close between the two of them.
4: They're similar, right? Like they're both just so very, look at this. They did a couple of things that are interesting, you know, yeah. use them right. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Use them right. I think is. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I look, I, I like him a lot. He had a, he, had 80 inch wingspan, which is crazy. Like I said, there's, there's fewer than 10 corners in the NFL that are six foot three or taller. So he's going to be, you know, a different player that you see at corner at six foot three. Usually they're about five, 10, five, 11. So this is, he's a really big corner. Like there's big corners and then there were really big corners, like a Fatou So
2: Secondarily to that, I just want to jump in one more time. The safety discourse, I think, has been put to it's the list over. After it's this over. Week. Yes,
0: I agree. Uh, I think True Williams is a safety. Andre Sisco's a safety. Fatou Melafon was firmly a corner. Uh, let's move on to Juan Pablo Gorin Carmago. We love him. Camargo, excuse me. From uh, he, he works with us here at Syracuse on Twitter. Where would Kyle Trask rank had he participated in? the senior bowl. Nick, what do you got? Depends on how he plays. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
4: If, if he was, if he was really good, he pushes himself back into the first round. Uh, if he was average, uh, you may have noticed today, PFF, I keep mentioning PFF today. We love their stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, put out a new big board and he, despite their love of quarterbacks over there, has fallen into the forties for them. So he's a second round pick again for them, uh, which is probably where he is. He's going to be like a mid or middle second guy. If he showed up and sucked, he could have fallen out of the second round. I think Jamie Newman's very high at times. You have done enough times. to
2: Jamie Newman this week.
4: <laughs> uh, you
2: have you. I don't know what you did to that poor
1: guy. But the witchcraft.
4: Go read my article on the Boomer Bust WordPress website uh, about Jamie Newman, where I told people that he was really good the first two days, and then.
3: Dude.
0: um your the lineman block for Kellen and it's like there's a stop for, for Jamie Newman.
3: I don't I know did what
0: Jamie did he do?
1: There was no pocket all day today.
0: Spencer Brown said, hey, want
4: to hit that
1: guy? Cool. Well, Spencer <laughs> um, Brown said that all week. No, that's true. <laughs> uh,
4: all right, Anyways, right. Kyle Trask. I'll pick up. Yeah, so
2: Kyle Trask, um, I don't think – I've seen a lot of Mac Jones praise. I don't think Mac played particularly well, especially the first two days in seven-on-sevens. So he was just check-down king. He took no shots – In 7-on-7, when it doesn't matter, just throw the ball downfield, coward. Uh, He didn't. Um, But if he really outplayed Mac, maybe that becomes a conversation again. But he didn't go. I think the conversation is him and and the less-than-stellar week that Jamie Newman ended up having now. So the lasting impression of Kyle Trask is a terrible bowl game. And the lasting impression now for Jamie Newman is after a year off, he was like, all right and then seemingly forgot how to play football. So stat line pick, actually pick your poison. Being,
4: stat line ended up being really actually not bad, though, which is kind of surprising to me. He, he was, was
2: not bad. great in Thursday's practice. I, all, actually, I would venture to say very bad.
4: I mean, he completed 70% of his passes, and averaged 8.5 yards per pass in the game. He just had, he was sacked five times to 10 completions, which, is which not you don't want. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Which also for someone who hasn't been playing you know competitive football for a year is... It'll mess with your pocket, psyche. You're not going to get The pocket
4: awareness was
2: not really there today. Stepping up early a lot. Yeah.
1: Um, Kyle Trask. Kyle Trask. Kyle Trask. Um. Yeah. I think he's a second round pick. Uh. You know. I agree with Nick. Maybe he sneaks into the end of the first round. Like if he plays better than Mac or as well as him. Um. Because that's kind of where Mac is going. Like twenties ish. Um. But yeah, I don't know. I don't think Kyle Trask is going to be a very successful NFL quarterback. So he probably could have stood to uh, succeed, like, stood to go to Mobile this week and and prove his stock. But it also was a risk because he, you know, might have hurt his stock at the same time. So I, I don't know. I, I think he's firmly a second round pick behind Mac.
0: Yeah, I actually. So if Kyle went to the Senior Bowl and if Kyle played amazingly, like we're talking, like. Justin Herbert week last week like last year I think that there are, would be a good amount of teams that might say okay he's better than Mac because I think you know there are teams that are wary of the situation that Mac was in so yeah Trask if he'd gone obviously we didn't mention it. he didn't go he was invited and he was supposed to go he had an ankle injury that's why he didn't participate this week um, but if he didn't get hurt it would have been a big week for him and he could have snuck back into that first round conversation with a big week um, and even, you know, fought with Mac for QB5. But because of that, I think now he's in that QB6 debate now with Jamie Newman, even though I didn't think Newman played all that great. I thought he was okay. But, you know, there, there was a debate for QB6 now, whereas I think if Trask played and played well, he could have been in the debate for QB5. So it, it was it could have been a big week for Kyle Trask. Unfortunately, you know, with the ankle injury, we couldn't see him. But I still think it would be probably QB6 and the second round pick.
3: Uh, let's Wait, go over to.
0: Yeah, Scott Nance. QB6, QB5. Mm. Scott Nance, 04 from, uh, from Twitter. Biggest sleepers from the senior Bowl, guys who projected like round seven, but not, might gal go in rounds three to four. So, PJ, what do you got for that?
2: Um, okay, so I don't want to spoil the next question because that would have been my answer. So, I'll go on that little <laughs> rant. After this, uh, a round seven guy that played his way up for me. Well, like I think anyone he, that like really. No, I, I mean, I think Keith Taylor was like really, really good. Yeah. I, and, and the Washington cornerback, he was like, I think I have a five on him right now. He's definitely moving up into the fours, if not higher. I was really impressed by him this week. Whereas most Elijah Molden got most, if not all of the attention in the Washington defensive back room. Um, I think Keith Taylor had a really strong week, really physical this week, played well in the game today, caused an interception. He didn't catch it, but he had the tip that that led to it. Um, really impressed with Keith Taylor this week. I think that that's my answer.
1: Yeah, like I said a little earlier, I, I think there are a bunch of these kind of guys um, that Scott's asking about round seven up to round three and four. That's kind of like what happens every year with the senior bowl. I think my answer, if I had to choose one, would probably be dalen hayes maybe i think i'm looking at like before this week maybe a five six and maybe he goes three four um i don't want to steal max's guy because i think i know who max might say actually
2: i have i have a I have even a different answer i i think i have a better answer a guy that i had no read on going into this week but now i have a pretty good i think i think nico collins was great this week yeah he was good I think Michigan Michigan wide receiver who I, I didn't, he opted out he didn't play this yeah, year. Yeah, um, was six four used length just like really showed off like I don't think that guy makes it out of a fourth now where I had no read on him based on twenty nineteen tape. Sure.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: KJ Britt was solid. Um, I don't think he had a fantastic senior bowl, but I think he just showed some instincts that are going to make him a pick that. If he doesn't go third, fourth, at least a fifth-round pick, he's not going to be a UDFA or seventh-rounder guy anymore. Uh, I mean, he does a lot of the things that teams love to see, which is just reading plays quickly and shooting gaps at the linebacker position. It's going to make someone take him higher than maybe even I would take him, honestly. But he he did well in that department. It was a good week for receivers. Um, I haven't really watched Frank Darby a whole lot, but I, from what I had heard, he's kind of like a – He's a day three guy, right? And he, we already, I already said he had a great week. But again, he's—I wouldn't be surprised if he's a fourth-round pick now. And let me think here. Does anybody? I, else I really?
2: don't mean—I don't mean to jump in again, but we're saying so many of these guys had great weeks because I do feel like like the level of competition was pretty high this week. I do feel yeah. like it was a good football product. Like another guy, I—I I don't know if Max he was on your list, but Des Fitzpatrick, the wide receiver from yeah. Louisville, yeah, he had a great game today, and that's another guy probably like round six that is just getting drafted for, like, special teams. That guy could be a contributor after what we saw this
4: week. Apparently, Jose Boragales, second-round pick.
0: (laughs) That Um, is what people are saying. Thank you, Todd. Very cool. Uh, That was Yeah, that was – I hate to hit on him again. Quinn Miners was probably not on a lot of people's radars before this week. He's on everyone's radar now. Um, A guy that I I wasn't high on at all, and I know I'm going to get flamed for saying this because you guys are really high on him. Dylan Radins was awesome this week, Uh, and I'll admit that. He was really, really good this week. Going to be moving up a lot of boards, especially for some people like me who was concerned because office tackle is a position where like competition matters. You know, like the edges he was going to go against in the FCS weren't great, but he proved it this week and he proved that he could hang with some uh some good edges. So Dylan Radens, um, yeah, I'll, I'll yes, also Patrick. throw
1: out, I'll throw out Kellen Mond too. You know, I yeah, Mond kind of stinks. But he was throwing the ball really well today. And you yeah. can't deny that. And he's um, he's
2: a big dude. He's got physical tools. And again, I said it before, but I think Ian Book played pretty well for Ian Book this week. Yeah.
1: And also um, Kay Johnson. Another commodity. Yes, K Johnson is very good. Very
4: good. Yeah. Oh
1: and, and the linebacker from Houston, I'm blanking on a steward. Um,
4: the guy with the hair. He's yes. a special teamer. He's gonna be a really good one too, though. Yeah, right? like, yeah. And those guys he's can go. Dog. Those guys can go third round. Honestly, like teams yeah. will take good special teamers earlier than you think.
0: Yeah, no. Yeah, I, I definitely think they Richie Grant was another guy I was going to say too. Grant Stewart. Tate was who you're talking about. Yes. Uh, great but great. yeah, Rich, Richie Grant was another guy who I thought late day three. He played awesome this week. So I think he could be moving up a lot of boards, too. Uh, let's go over to uh, Ben Reutman. Now, where do you guys stand on the Dwayne Eskridge hype? Nick, what do you think?
4: He's twenty four. Um that's how many pancakes uh Quinn Miners has eaten every morning. Yes. In case you didn't know earlier. <laughs> you know, he was good this weekend. He showed some some things that you like to see. I, I don't he's not first round pick, Todd. No. He's not uh gonna be that high. But you know, if he goes day two, whatever, cool. I mean <laughs> he's another t- receiver who can do a couple things well. I don't think he's super athletic. He's fine. I don't know.
2: Yeah, so this would have been my answer. I was not a, a fan of him coming into this week. He played better than I thought he was going to. I thought he was just like, just a straight burner that like couldn't run routes and was just faster than people in in the MAC, which kind of is. Um, but I now think where he was like a like a potential punt returner, six guy. He's not a first rounder. I wouldn't take him in the second round. If he makes it out of the third, given his speed in the 2021 NFL, I'd be surprised. I'm probably going to have him as a late three, early four, but that's better than I could have ever imagined entering this week.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, I said earlier that he supposedly is a lasered four three three, which everyone was like freaking out about and, you know, throwing out Tyreek Hill type comps or whatever. I mean... We can talk. If we want to talk about the commentary this week, I'd love to just spend five minutes just harping on Todd McShay. Um, yeah. He was kind of crazy this year. Um, but Eskridge, uh, the one on ones, man, he was just putting people in spin cycles, had so much separation on like every rep. Um, but it's one on ones, you know? Um, I'm not going to draft someone just off, you know, one on ones they did for a few days. But that being said, he he is one of the guys who definitely went up from, like, a, a late 6'7 guy to, like, a 3'4, maybe even 2 guy. So
4: the kind one thing speed, I will
0: say—go ahead, Nick.
4: That four 4'3 speed is great, but it's not like there aren't a lot of—like, 4'2 is when it's like, okay, you're not going to find 4'2. Two, like, 2'2 two, two Atwell's probably going to run in that range. Jalen Waddle might. There's not going to be many 4'2 guys. Like, that's just— and the thing about guys in that range, like, 2-2 is the 160. He's my size. Like, good luck, you know, um, in the NFL. So he's not going to go that high. Four threes, you know, why wouldn't you take a guy, uh, you know, again, tooting my own horn. Rondale runs a 4-3. Like, you know, if you want a fast guy, you could take a guy that just does a lot more than Dwayne Eskridge in, in yeah. the, the first round. You know, it's just, And it's, it's 20 years old. Ridiculous like to think that he years old. Yeah. late first.
0: Yeah, yeah. and look, the, here's the thing. I, I think Dwayne Eskridge was getting a little overrated this week. I thought he had a really good week. I'm not going to deny that. But before Senior Bowl, draft Twitter was alight with Dwayne Askridge saying, hey, look out for this. I love this kid. I love this kid. You know, here we go. Here we go. Dwayne Askridge." And then he played good. I don't think it was awesome. I think he played good. And people Selton's were better. like, "And people were like, oh, my God, he's, yeah, this is it. I was, was right. I was right. I was right. So people were freaking out because they went into the week saying this guy was going to be really good he had a good week not great i don't think and people were saying okay you know late first round like like tom mcshay said stuff like that i agree with you nick Rondell Moore. i mean also he's 24 years old man I, like the breakout age matters um so yeah 24 years old i do think he, he played his way to a day two pick but the late first stuff i, I think is a little over over hype
4: there are um, guys in the nfl looking for second
0: contracts
4: who yeah. are younger
0: yeah, literally. Uh, Diet Donut on Twitter. biggest <laughs> breakout edge. Who shined the most considering this isn't necessarily the best edge draft? Tate, let's go with you.
1: Yeah, I think it's said in one of my articles um, that the edge class is just really wide open. Nobody's really a clear one. You know, preseason it was Rousseau, but now it's, you know, not Rousseau. Jalen Phillips might be better than him. Um Cody Pay is working it up there. And especially this week, uh the senior bowl, there's just it was just totally wide open, like the DBs. Um so my answer to this, I think I'm gonna say Quincy Rocher from Miami. I was already kind of big, big on Quincy Rocher. Um, but I, I think he really backed up everything that I, I thought he was, if not went beyond it. Um quick off the line. I mean that one Leatherwood rep. Granted, Leatherwood is slow out of his stance, but that was just absurd. Um, and I think he did a, a lot of really good things for his draft stock, especially because Todd McShay had him at like edge 12, 180 overall, which I'm sorry, but that's just incorrect for Quincy Roche. Uh,
2: yeah, I, I think Quincy played well. I'll take Boogie Basham, which I feel like is the obvious answer, who's like, who's probably the best edge there to begin with. Um but he cemented it and looked really good. I I, I think we like if Quincy had a huge week and and maybe, maybe Carlos Basham stumbled a little bit or, or a Patrick Jones or a Rashad Weaver, any of these guys, but that door never opened. Carlos Basham was the best edge there. Maybe outside of Dalen Hayes. I think those are pretty much my clear cut top two from the week.
4: Roche, impressive Basham, impressive Dalen Hayes. Like I have liked for a while, really, uh, Showed what I think he needed to show to solidify the fact that I think he has the tools to be a good NFL edge rusher. All those, it was a good week for edge rushers in general. And I think it was, we, we've said this many times craziness in the second round defensively, especially at, at corner and even more at edge rusher.
0: Yeah, I think the big one's Dalen Hayes. Dalen Hayes is awesome this week. Um, uh, I thought he was really, really impressive. Quince Rochette, I I had, had a good week too. So yeah, those those are my two. Uh, it's actually um, – we'll get back to Kyle's question next, but I want to kind of pivot that into the Dalen Hayes conversation from our good friend Yvonne Confield. Canfield, I believe. I actually never even know how to say his name. Um, close personal friend Dalen Hayes, where do you guys see him being drafted? Uh, Nick, let's start with you. So I was kind of – we did a board uh, go check that
4: out. It's outdated now, but um, we're gonna do a new one soon. <laughs> don't don't check. Don't check out. it out. Actually, yeah. Hold, we're gonna... hold yeah. your breath. It's coming soon. Hold Avert your, your eyes. Um, and this isn't publicly available because uh, we have like players that didn't make the top fifty in our spreadsheet. But I had Dalen Hayes fifty-seven. None of these other idiots ranked him. Um, I was kind of taking a flyer on him because I thought he had some did some things well, and he kind of did what I thought he did well this week. So he's probably gonna move no, no not that much higher for me. I think he could be a late second round pick. So, I don't know, like, who's a team in the late 50s who needs an edge rush? Maybe the Ravens at, like, whatever pick they have. Yeah. They have pick? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tampa, uh,
2: Bay, Tampa Bay at bottom two. Like, yeah. I, if Shaq Barrett leaves, stuff like that. Like, I, I, I think he's probably, I don't know, uh, uh, 55 to 75, that range. I feel like that's pretty comfortable. I think it's fair. Yeah.
1: I'm going round three. He could be late. Round two, but I'm going round three. I think that's a safe
0: yeah. I, I think third, I think third round is safe, too, Tate. I agree with that. He had a great week. I, I didn't love him coming into the week. I'm, see, that's the thing, too, is like, yeah, senior bowl is really important, but also don't throw out everything you've seen on tape beforehand. So Nick obviously loved him, which is great. You know, that's his opinion. I personally didn't love it. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with round three. I think he did play himself out of the day three and into day two, but I'm not going to push him higher than that. Um, so let's go back to Kyle Left's question. How high will QBs like Jamie Newman and Mac Jones rise? Tate, what do you think?
1: I don't really think at all. That's my answer. Uh, Mac Jones, I think is where Mac Jones is going to go. 20s, uh, Jamie Newman, you know, maybe rose a little. I thought he's had really nice arm strength. He throws the ball really easily, but he just can't throw it over the middle. And he hasn't played competitive. He just looked out of rhythm, um, I know the offensive line today didn't give him any help. He was getting sacked left and right. not all of them were his faults, but I don't really think um much if they do move up at all.
2: I don't, I don't think I don't think Mac was changed this week really at all. I think he was good enough that nobody is going to mark him down. Um, Jamie Newman showed flashes, but I still think he's probably he's behind Trask. But given the need for young quarterbacks for a lot of these teams with with aging ones, you know, Jacob Eason went in in, like way too early last year. Like (laughs) it's going to happen. Like somebody's going to take Jamie Newman in the second round, which is early, but it's going to happen.
4: Yeah, he looked good early and then they put pass rushers in there and Jamie Newman looked rough against pass rush. He's a project. He's a big, strong quarterback who can run, completely projectable athlete. But he's a project, and he'll probably go third round, perhaps late third round. And uh, uh, his chances of being a starting QB are not slim, but, like, I wouldn't give him a great chance, you know? Like, it's very much, like, it's got to work out for him if he wants to be a starter.
0: Yeah. Uh, I think Mac Jones, you guys said it, Mac Jones stayed the same. the, The back half of the first round, probably. Um, not a top 15 pick. I don't, I don't think that. Jamie Newman, I had him a second-round grade on him. He might go down a little bit, but he might stay in that second-round. I think it was mid-second round is what I had. Maybe late second now. I did not think he played great or, or bad or anything, but he really impressed me that much either. So stays in that second-round range. So, no, I, I don't think that um, how they're not going to rise, either of them, after this week. I don't think any quarterback, you know, maybe Kellen Mond had, had rose a little bit in, in book maybe too, but no, no quarterbacks really like stood out like like past year's. Um, so let's we'll go back to Kurt Ryden on Twitter. So this is uh, a different one. And if you guys don't mind, I'm going to take the lead on this because this is Michael Parsons, Penn state. Um, obviously the, the character concerns coming out about him. So this is what I'll say about this. And we are not going to speculate on this at all because one, we were not in that locker room. We don't know what the hell happened, if it's true or not, but a Penn state safety, Isaiah Humphreys accused Parsons and other players, um, of hazing, and he sued Penn State, James Franklin, and a player, not Parsons, but he sued them. The case was thrown out. Penn State proved that it legally could not have um, been won by Humphreys. So, listen, it, it's something to keep an eye on. And I said this on a, a past podcast um, that, listen, as an NFL team, you're drafting not only a player, you're drafting a man. And you wanna find out what kind of guy you're getting in your locker room. Especially a guy like Michael Parsons, who's gonna be a top ten to fifteen pick. You wanna know who's coming in. And that's a guy that you're you're gonna to wanna to build your defense around. So you wanna know, you know, what the deal is. After besides that, Michael Parsons squeaky clean character. I haven't heard anything else about that. You wanna check in on this because obviously this is a big thing. But again, there nothing has been proven in court or anything like that. Um so innocent until proven guilty. But yeah, this is something to keep an eye on though for sure for Michael Parsons. Any of you got anything on that? You want move on? I thought Nick had
4: like a a little bit of a spiel. Uh, Some teams feel like they're more prepped for this type of thing. Some teams don't. Interviews, 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 interviews. If they go well for him, it won't matter. If they don't, then they will. Uh, That's all I really have to say. Yeah, exactly.
0: Uh next one, Braden Reed on Twitter. Could Kadarius Tony sneak it to the first round? You mean sneak yes. out of the first in. round? He's he's in the first he's, round. He's he's in the first round. He's Can the first he round. He's taking the
4: top twenty picks.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He's he's in the first round. Yeah. So yeah, he's not sneaking into the first round. He's already especially done. after this week. Ben Vega, YouTube, really love to see what you guys opinion. on Jordan Smith is out of UAB. I like him a lot. He reminds me of Josh Sweat. PJ, what do you got?
2: I love Jordan Smith. I think he had I needed a better week from him. But just based on tape, I think he's probably, you know, I think he's going to be a big value pick for somebody in like the late third, early fourth round, especially in an edge class where it's just all darts at that point.
4: Played well yeah. in the game today.
1: Yeah, that's uh, a fair take. Um, Small athletic line could, could add some weight. Reduction. Yeah, he's these lanky. things are gen good. Also, I don't know how old he is. He went to Florida, got like suspended for a year, went to JUCO, and then went to UAB. I don't know if you guys on the internet are aware of this, but finding age for college students, like, I don't know why it's so damn hard, All but it's, like, impossible. Collins. Nobody knows. There's I don't... Long, so Google doesn't, me doesn't me know either. how old Nico Collins is. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know how old Jordan Smith is. That's that's just... I don't know. I, it could be a pro. could be a con. I don't know. I'm just putting it out there. Yeah.
0: Jordan Smith, I like him. He, he's awesome at UAB, um, but very lanky. got to put on some weight. But he, he's got tools, man. And I, I like his frame. I think he could build on it. Uh, Skolver, our King Yoki, he's got a few questions oh, for us. Uh, favorite King. stadium experience live? Nick, we'll start with you. Not just
4: football, because I haven't been in that many exciting football games.
0: <laughs> I was out in
4: Vegas. We had a Vegas 7s Vegas tournament Syracuse where we went to, and uh, the international tournament was going on, and the U.S. team winning was wild. Kenyan fans are completely wild. with their great barbecue, uh, drums in the stands, chanting, just a wild international scene. Uh, I would recommend going to a sevens tournament at some point.
2: Maybe you'll see Jerry Touai and you can compare him to Rondale Moore.
1: <laughs> I uh, that's a little, see Jerry tease. Tui, that's a little
2: tease for next week. I forgot that. that will that happen, guys? It's a little, it's a little <laughs> oh, tease. Oh, yeah, right. It's a little tease. That's what we in the biz call a tease. Uh, I'm my surprised Football-related? <laughs> I think
1: we're going uh, to have the to, same answer for the two of us.
2: Yeah. Football-related? I think it has he, to be Syracuse beating Clemson. Which I,
4: I think it, it. Has to. Yeah. Yeah, Max. and yeah, I
1: probably had the same answer. Can I just say a quick line?
4: thing about that? Sure. I took a photo of the mob on ESPN after that and uh, picked out my fr- our friend, our close friend Ricky reports sayer out of a mob of like a thousand people. Of course you did, because <laughs> he's Ricky, and you can find him anywhere.
0: Um, the, no, I'm sure actually gonna disagree with that. The the whiteouts at Penn State, no. everyone needs to go
1: to. One. Oh, it's,
0: oh, it, it is, it oh, is the brother! Best, it is oh, the best brother! This guy's here. Sucks. Is the best atmosphere in sports, I would oh, say. Uh, well, While we're
1: being a homer, I was at Ohio State, Michigan when Ohio State put up 50 on the best defense in the country. So uh, that was pretty cool too.
0: Uh, we're <laughs> supposed to make it worse, dude. <laughs> which team? Biggest step up next year in the NFL? Uh, PJ, what do you got? The Jets when they trade for Deshaun Watson. Yeah. <laughs> it's the
3: right.
4: It's the right answer. So move on. Well, not Washington. They'll, move, they'll screw it up somehow. The Niners is the correct answer. I mean, yeah, just don't get injured again, as they get injured yeah. I again. Watch, watch the Niners. Yeah, night. the, the Niners, San
1: Fran, San is okay. probably
0: definitely the team to, to keep an eye on. I also think um, depending
2: on who Carolina's quarterback is, that's also an answer. Come
0: yeah, on. they could be. They could be. They could be pretty good. All the teams we really are...
4: talked about in the Stafford trading thing that if yes. they get a QB
0: and they're better, Denver, Carolina,
4: Washington, Indy, San Francisco, all those teams.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, favorite player of all time, college or and or college and NFL. Uh, Nick, what what do you think?
4: Oh man, Aaron Rodgers is awesome. It's uh, a good answer. Daryl Green is awesome. Oh, those are my two. I don't know. Cam Newton and Cam Newton.
1: Uh, Max, want to go? I I don't know.
0: Wow. Okay. Uh, Saquon Barkley, college, you, just unbelievable, unbelievable. At Penn State. Um, uh, if I, if you want to go non-Penn State, Johnny Manziel was electric. Oh, he was this electric. Guy. <laughs> Every game was awesome. Um, NFL. Uh, I mean, I'm a Steelers. Like Roethlisberger has been my quarterback literally my entire life, basically. Oh, so, ew. probably ew. Ben Roethlisberger is my is my pick for NFL.
1: Yeah, I don't know. The Browns don't really usually have good players. Um. <laughs> So I have, like, you know, weird niche guys. Like, I'm a diehard Timothy Mozgov fan for the Cavs, um, even I'm though not he sucks.
0: for NFL, Tate.
1: Yeah, I know, I know. I, I, it's like these weird guys that I just get attached to. Um, Why am I blanking so hard? I don't know. Um, I like Troy Smith as a kid, obviously, as a Buckeye fan. Do you like uh, I like He's awesome. I like Tim coming out. Uh, I don't know, man. He had a big senior bowl last year, or two years ago. Um
0: Braxton. Braxton's Braxton was electric. Braxton Brax was the dog. Cardassed guy.
1: Never keep I know. I got I mean I got dogs. Braxton
0: guy? Out here. DC defenders Cardale. I don't know. Oh. JT
1: Barrett. I mean, he, you know, he's a diehard winner, through and through winner. Um yeah. you know, right, a Justin Fields kid. And I like him too. We were just talking back about how state field. quarterbacks.
0: Go with Baker Mayfield. Huh?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Baker Mayfield, right I like him too.
0: It's all right. Uh, what are you guys studying at Syracuse? Broadcast and digital journalism. All three all, of us. All, all four of us. Excuse sports me. management um, minor. Yeah, well, I'm That's not. Sports
2: management. Oh, uh, okay. I
0: didn't know that. Cool. So yeah, we're studying that at Syracuse, the Newhouse School. Um, Matt. Flags. I know what a flux. Matt. <laughs> Matt Kiegel on yep. Instagram. Um, what is PJ's hand size? We actually measured this last year, PJ. Name. 8 Eight and a and half, half
2: inches per the graphic. I don't know if that's true or not, but we're going with it. Was it
0: 9? <laughs> like is it 9? It's real like life? 9, yeah. Okay, so, so you I'm wouldn't not, make it as an NFL quarterback. No, no. Okay, Embarrassed. Cowboys. Um, Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys asked us on YouTube. Thank you, Jerry. Uh, what are your favorite teams and your favorite moment from that team? Tate, what, what do you got?
1: Uh, when the Cleveland Browns beat uh the Pittsburgh Steelers in the twenty twenty playoffs, that Remember was a pretty. We, I wish
0: the Cavs winning the title, man.
1: Um, well, you know, I we're t- we're mainly a football show. You're dogging on me on saying Timofey Mozgov. That's um, right, you're right. So you know, uh, yeah, that's my football. Moment. Obviously, the Cavs winning the championship is huge. Um, and then if we're talking Cleveland baseball team, whatever our true name is now, uh, Lindor's grand slam against the Yankees. Oh,
2: Francisco Lindor. That Shut guy up. is on Shut the up. Mets now. I don't
1: care. I'm literally going to leave this call. <laughs> Frankie Lindor. That guy's on the Mets yeah.
0: now.
2: Nice. Um, I, am a, I am a very sad, depressed, unhappy Jets fan. And my favorite moment is... Every, Every team. Yeah. Uh, so the, the Rangers are fun sometimes. Rangers the Knicks are are, make me sad. Uh, so my favorite Mets moment would be uh, trading for Francisco Lindor. Um, awesome. And my favorite Jets moment is going to be trading for Deshaun Watson. But it's actually the uh, 2010 the playoff series? It's Run. Oh, no, that was a joke. I just wanted to take a, a swipe and take oh, there. Yes, okay. my favorite Met moment was uh, game three of the 2015 World Series. Um, Osmer.
1: Awesome. That was a pretty good moment, huh?
2: Uh, hey, it happens, man. Happening to um, you the next year. There's a lot of chatter going on.
4: Big DC sports guy. Uh, RG3's rookie season is where I peaked, and next year is uh, when I, I don't <laughs> recap that part of my life. Um, and um, the Caps winning the Stanley Cup made me cry. Um, so Which is
0: fair. Which is fair. Um, so, you guys haven't known already, I'm a huge, huge, huge Penn State football fan, and I'm also a big uh, Pittsburgh Steelers fan, too. Penn State football, not really. You know what? Beating Ohio State, the block kick, for a touchdown was probably the peak. Uh, go away. That was that was oh, winning the Big Ten championship. I was at that game too. That was big. And then Stewart's one is so is so good. Is the Santonio Holmes back of the end zone touchdown catch? Pretty um, sweet one man. of the one of the it greatest. Wasn't moments. losing to Sam Darnold in the Rose Bowl that didn't make the cut? That uh, that honestly is the greatest football game I've ever any greatest sports game I've ever been to. That I mean, was a class. Fair.
1: I you know was another crazy. good moment when um, Baker made his professional debut against the Jets. That was a good moment.
0: Oh, that was good. A um so tate's roommate and, and good friend of the pod noah Schroeder, on instagram name your favorite fcs team tate what do you got
1: uh going with the uh james madison i don't even know the nickname i'm just uh you know Dukes, if i had to choose Dukes, go, Dukes. Dukes. not a big fcs guy as the podcast is well aware
4: well my mom went to james madison so i gotta go same
0: go bison baby and Dude, wow. none of you gonna say it. Jackson State, coached by Deion Sanders. Oh, now that's a good call too. Electric, I,
4: electric call. factory. My mom Ante- went up to James Ante- Madison.
0: Yeah,
4: that coaching
1: electric staff is
0: factory. Yeah. Uh, final one. Copy Goog on Instagram. What's your favorite TV show, Nick? Let's start with you. Oh
4: man, I binged all of Game, Th- Game of Thrones in one summer, but I, I don't know, like seasons. Oh, one
1: up is there. Bad. One week, exactly seven days.
0: God. Are you serious?
1: Yeah, I finished the last the second to last episode 30 minutes before the actual finale came out. Oh drove my to my friend's God. house. Did I watched it in really? seven days. Yes, thirteen hours a day oh, pretty much. God, It was not fun. Is I didn't that enjoy your it. answer? No, 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 no.
4: I'm waiting to watch Attack on Titan, uh, the final season. That'll be good. Okay. Okay. Uh my
2: my non comedy would be the West Wing. My comedy would be psych. uh
4: big Psych guy. South Park's
1: good. <laughs> Either of those shows, um, Parks and Rec is always something I go back to. Parks and know? Rec is a good one. Great show. Um, that I think just has I can just rewatch that at any time. Um,
2: Say, New Girl, Coward.
1: Yes, sir. I just finished New Girl recently.
2: It's a this great a, show.
0: A good show. It's yeah, a really good show. show. Um, <laughs> I hate to be that guy. The Office. Great this show. guy
2: is such a loser. I'm just saying, man. <laughs> I'm just saying.
0: Also, I, I hate to say it. Like you I'm sorry. That was
2: like involuntary. I think, I, didn't think know in Friends.
0: I think Friends is a great show. Oh, show. All right, Everyone Friends hates on Friends. So now I hate you. Now Everyone I hates on Friends. It is a good show. I love Friends. I was the Um, But yeah, Parks and Rec also love um, a show that got canceled prematurely. Glow on Netflix. Excellent show. I just finished watching that. Um, so yeah, those, those are our favorite shows. Rick and Morty. God, Nick, a – you call me a weirdo? And Nick is Nick is saying like Rick and Morty.
1: No, it's not that weird. All right, weird. here we
2: go, folks. Now That's... the moment you've all been waiting for.
1: Tease, tease.
0: if you've made okay.
2: it this far, you deserve this.
1: No longer a tease.
0: All right, so th- th- this is so these guys don't this. Is, here's the background. Th- these guys don't know the story of what happened, um, besides like the the tiniest details. So, if you guys don't know, Senior Bowl has been asking us in an email saying, Hey, send us your top five every day. And, and we can see if we can get a one-on-one interview for 10 minutes. Right. First day we, we email it. We stay on Skype for what? Eight hours waiting. Oh, and they never emailed us. Right. And so we're like, okay, we're not going to, so whatever. Next day I DM a guy and he's like, okay, so they don't email you, but they call you. They called me saying, I have a player 30 minutes. And they said, they hung up 30 minutes later. They called him again saying, okay, here's the player. So, that's what we were expecting. Second night, again, nothing. Nada. Third night, the final night of interviews, right? Um, I only put – so what, what team is he on again? The American team or the national team?
2: He's on the national team.
0: National team. So it was national team interviews. I didn't realize it when I sent the email. Four out of my five guys were on the American team. My one guy who you guys know who I love is Tylen Wallace, the only guy I put down on the American team. You do. I have no shot at getting Tylen Wallace. So I, I see the email that I sent the morning that morning and I was like, I'm not getting anyone. Crap. Like I, I screwed myself. So my girlfriend, um, who I love, was like, what? Hey, why, let's go out to dinner, whatever, get your mind off a bit. You know, we were hoping for Devontae Smith, didn't happen. So I'm like, All right, fine. We Excellent. go to Chili's with, with my girlfriend and my roommate Owen, who big fan of the show. What? So we're Shout sitting there. Me. Shout out, OB. We're sitting there and I get a phone call from Mobile, Alabama, (laughs) while I'm ordering my food. And I'm like, oh, God. I almost don't answer it. I I panicked. I run to the bathroom. I I hit the uh, answer button. I'm like, hello? And she's like, hi, is this Boomer Bust, the draft show? I was like, yeah. (laughs) And she was like, okay, so um, we have a player interview for you. Now, the guy who DM me was like, okay, they call you a half hour later. So I was like, I was thinking to myself, I was like, okay, I'll tell, the, I tell Owen and Megan, we have to go now. We have to leave. We got to go because I got to be within a half hour, whatever. I said, okay, like when? And she goes, he's here. I'm like, what? <laughs> okay. and, she, okay. and she goes, and I go, wait, wait, wh- wh- who is it? And she goes, oh, God. Uh, hold on. Let me check. And she goes, honey, and I hear her on the phone. She goes, honey, what's your name? And I just hear a voice. It goes, Tom and Wallace. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> this is Max's name. Excuse me, what is your name? I go, oh my God. This so here's, nice the, here's the part I didn't tell you guys. I didn't tell you guys this part. I tell them, I go, I can't do it. I'm, I'm, so, I'm in, I'm out. I can't do it. And she goes, oh, uh, okay. Hangs up the phone. I go back, I sit down, I'm sitting there, like, face as white as a ghost, and I'm oh, sitting god. there, and I'm like, and they were like, uh, Owen was like, who was it? And I was like, "Tylen Wallace. He was like, and I was like, oh my god. I was literally, it was awful. Like, I, so all I was thinking, all I was thinking was, we've been waiting for an interview. We've been waiting for an interview, right? All oh, I was Lord thinking- is. All I was thinking was, oh my god, if I tell the guys that I hung up on Tyler Wallace, they actually might murder me. <laughs> they actually might murder me. So uh, it was like, I hung up on Tyler Wallace. So I wh- I, when I decided to, which we are not allowed to do, by the way, and I did it, I apologize to the Senior Bowl. I called them back. Um, and I have the recording of me calling them. It, the entire <laughs> recording of me calling them. And it is it is something. So we're gonna we're gonna play that for you uh, right now because it is it is all time. Hold on, let me get it.
1: He's um, not even
2: prepped. Oh boy, I, mean, I,
1: I this man hung up on Tylen Wallace. I hung up. Okay, so
2: so for full disclosure, I have heard what you are about to hear, our lovely audience, and it is majestic to say the least.
0: Wait, oh it no. is, Here, you want Owen? You want you want? Yeah, Owen.
2: Can we get an artist representation of what happened?
0: This is who was with me at the dinner that night. Here
2: we go. Oh, he can't hear me, can he?
0: Max comes back to the table. Let me tell you this: (laughs) I have never seen Max more distraught in his life. (laughs) A lot of things go wrong with Max involved, and never has he been worried. Max is—he just doesn't get worried. That's his lifestyle. (laughs) And Max came back, and he goes, I just hung up. He goes, I I hung up. I I didn't know what to do. I I don't know what to do. And I'm like, well, do something. (laughs) (laughs) I hand him my phone. I go, take my keys. Here's my phone. Here's the password. Go in the car. Call him back and record the damn thing. And (laughs) they they picked us. So, yeah. So I'm sitting in a freaking car, freezing my ass off, by the way. Hi, of the Choice, dude. They have music blaring outside. I'm like, oh my god, please don't get the music in this interview. Please, don't. like, they're blaring music. Here's the, here's a clip. I have it right here.
3: Okay.
4: The heavy breathing.
0: Hi, I'm so sorry. This is Max from Boomer Bus. I actually just left and I'm able to record now. If you're available. Sorry, yeah, I had the Tyler Wallace interview, you said?
3: I'm
2: <laughs> <laughs> <He's> so scared. <laughs> I'm here,
0: right now. I, am, I am perfectly right now. Thanks so much. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. And, uh... Hello? Hey, Tom, it's Max Shalkman. How are you doing? I'm doing good, man. Good, good. I just want to ask you a few questions, if you don't mind. Yeah, I'm free. So, man, i I got to say, man, you you seem to be one of the most underrated players right now in this draft. I mean, I personally have you top 20 on my board, man, but everyone else seems to be in that second-round range. Do you feel like you're being underrated in this draft process right now?
3: Uh, Of course, you know. You know, since I opted out, I feel like... Lot, I'm underrated. You know, a lot of guys got their shine, but if this one here for to show them that I still can do what I can do. Absolutely. So
0: you tweeted before that you received an invite to the Combine. Now, obviously, we know that the Combine's going to be a lot different this year. Have you received, like, any word with what the Combine's going to be like for you guys?
3: Uh, uh, not for sure. You know, they, they said they, they have been trying to fix it, like, structural-wise, but uh, they just basically told us it'd be patient. Sure. So you were clocked
0: apparently at four four five in the forty. I wanted to ask you, Chuba Hubbard, your teammate, known for being a world class sprinter. Who would win in a race, you or Chuba?
3: Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. I'm tired of me. You? I love it,
0: man. I love it. So you measured in at five foot eleven. You go up and get her, get it better than most of people in this class. Do you think that one of your best traits is getting like, the contested catches that maybe other guys can't?
3: Yeah, I believe so. You know, I feel like, like it's just, it just really just me being a dog when I go up and kiss the ball. I love it. So, I wanted to
0: ask you, so a lot of these guys, you know, their dreams are being realized right now. When did you know that, hey, maybe I can play football and make a living off of it?
3: I had to say, uh, when I was in high school, probably around like my living grade here, my coach I me a, a real good chance to go to the league, you know? Sure.
0: So, some player comps being thrown out for you right now Calvin Ridley, Tyler Boyd, Golden Tate. Is there a player that you think you play a lot like?
3: Uh, Yeah, I feel like uh, Calvin Ridley. I feel like he he got amazing players, hell route running wise. You know, just me being uh, compared to him is huge. Sure.
0: So, a con that a lot of people have for you guys right now is. You really run much of a, you know, had a pretty limited route tree at Oklahoma State. Are you looking forward to showing off your your expanded route tree this week at the Senior Bowl? And what do you have to say to those people who think that maybe you didn't run that many routes at Oklahoma State?
3: Uh, I just tell everybody, uh, the yeah, watch You know, I'm not a person that, that voice in my opinion, a lot more of an ancient type of guy. So I'm just ready to put on the show. Tom, I gotta ask you, man.
0: Every athlete in the NFL has an elite huddle tape from high school what's your favorite play from your high school career
3: uh i not you know i just I, I remember uh i said i was like I'm 10th grade out running the ball you know it was like half the team on my back, and i did two for like seventy yards jeez now i'm like 10th of that less uh what who do you
0: think is like the best corner you've ever matched up with in your college career high school career whatever i know Rodarius williams is a stud is he the best corners or someone else that you uh you really like going up against yeah he's a, he's a stud so Rodarius williams <laughs> yeah, we're good, we're good, good, good i love it so listen I, I talked about your high school career if an NFL general manager, though, told you to show him one play to convince him to draft you from your college career, what play would you show him? Beep, beep, beep. Hold on.
2: That'll do it. Oh, yeah? Hung up. He hung up. On that. Well, Wait for it.
0: I- <laughs> You're heavy on breathing, too.
2: You are... <laughs> out of
0: I'm the Gasping for air right now. You're
2: having, you're having a panic attack. Which like, I am.
1: I, oh, I can hear it.
0: Panic attack. I'm like calling him back now. I'm like trying to like.
2: Please, please,
0: Tylen.
1: Max hung up on Tylen, and then Tylen hung up on Max. It's only fair, an Literally, eye for an eye.
0: Fair is fair. He did it. I deserved it. <laughs> hey, sorry. I think Tylen hung up on me. I think Tylen Wallace hung up on me real quick. I'm sorry about that.
3: Tylen who?
0: Tyler Wallace, he said? What? <laughs> he said he was done. the Oh, okay. <laughs> it
3: was,
0: was he done? No, I don't think he was. But you know what? I, I appreciate the time, though. So if he, if he wants to be done, then I'm good.
3: Okay, good. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to get you somebody else. I'm sorry about that. No, no, don't worry about it. No,
0: no worries. That, that, that was enough for me. I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm all good. Thank you so much for it. I really appreciate you taking time. No problem. Thanks. Dude, he
4: nice pulled like, hung up on you. Like, he... he in the middle of a question!
2: In this the girl middle. said,
1: I'm done. Well, I'm going to head out.
2: Well, thank you to friend of the program, Tylen Wallace, for being the and, first player really
0: in Bowl lady, yes, I got to say. thank you she, to the Bowl for was, accommodating was, us. Yeah. Um, for any reactions that to this that, that,
1: that was... was Listen, I've known Max for many years, and you could—I he- can hear it in the I way think he was talking.
2: I, think I agree with Owen. I do Bustard. think that is the most frazzled you've ever been in your entire life
0: I went to the that car. I can remember. I went to the car, and I literally was like screaming expletives, and I was like, "You!" I was like, "You idiot!" I can't believe. First of all, I should have given one of your numbers. I should have been like, "Oh, I actually I can't, but can you call this number instead?" And had one of you do it.
2: But that I was, was just gonna, like, I was
0: like, uh, I. I can't do that's, it. That's it's
1: smart, cool. though. And we're not smart.
0: No, no, we don't have it. Like that. So our first interview was conducted in a Chili's parking lot. In Shout, like out Chili's. Shout out Chili's. Shout out Chili's. I felt so God crazy. in that Chili's tonight. When she when she picked up the phone and said, oh, yeah, I have them for you if you want them. I felt God in that Chili's.
2: <laughs> uh, another office reference. That's the perfect <laughs> bookend. There we go. If you made it an hour and a half to hear that yeah. story, you deserve Thank you for it. Listening. I hope you enjoyed.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, look, that's that's what we got. That was Tylen Wallace. Um, appreciate it, Tylen. Hopefully we could f- actually finish the interview uh, at some other point. But, man, I appreciate you taking the time. Appreciate you guys listening, to, uh to our show. Please, of course, check us out on YouTube, uh, anywhere you get your podcasts, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at Draft. So for PJ Clark, Tate Sigworth, and Nick Merriam, I'm Max Chadwick. Have a great night.